You're Gonna Meow Podcast Network. Hey, everybody, this is April, and I'm back with another Bless Your Heart. This is number 20. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Hi, everybody. I'm here with Romy Wood. Hi, everybody, and hello, April. Thanks hello. Thanks so much for uh, letting me come in here to bless your heart. Oh, bless your heart. Now, this is interesting because I have another Southerner in the room. You're from North Carolina. I am from North Carolina. So, and this is kind of weird because I did radio for 23 years. So being in a studio and watch the sound waves going, I'm like, I left all this behind. You try to get out, and they pull you right back in. I know. I love it. <laughs> well, you know what? Radio was my first love. Radio was my first love. I tried to get into it, and uh, the business was dying. And it was just dying at the time. And now that I've decided to get into comedy, I noticed that those of us with really sick senses of humor, they're they're floundering. And uh, I heard, um, what's his name? Bobby Slayton got in trouble not too long ago because of uh, his, like, you know, he picks on people in the in no, the crowd. No, nobody wants to laugh anymore is what the truth is. That is, yeah, everybody's more interested in being offended. I was watching those two uh, Zen of Gary Shandling uh, it's a two-part documentary on HBO, mm-hmm. uh, or Zen Diaries of it, and I look at the comedy and the comedians that were on during those years when he was coming up, and some of the uh, some of the uh, uh, things. I'm like, oh, I'm not sure you would say that today, and right. that would that would not you would not be playing a theater with this act today. Um, same thing with songs. Uh, with the Me Too movement, you start mm-hmm. thinking about those songs like uh, "She's Only 16 and mm-hmm. all the stuff that, or you know, uh, Christine "16 Kiss" or any of those hard rock oh, songs. Oh, sure. So I don't know where we are exactly with our sixth sen- sense of humor, but I can't turn mine off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, what about I used to love her, but I had to, had kill, to kill her. her. Yeah. yeah. Or uh, Jimi Hendrix's uh, "Shooter One Time for Me." I forget the name of the song, oh. but that's the lyric. And, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's it, Jimi Hendrix sings a song about a man whose wife has been cheating on him. Okay. And he tells the man, "Hey, when you go get her, shoot her one time for me." Wow. Yeah. So it's. Uh, huh. Yeah. That's it's, a great song. I have to look that up. Yeah, Jimmy. Oh, I'm, I'm sure somebody's listening to this, going, "It's oh, I this know that song." One. Yeah. Well, there's a country song. Uh, I I I have a series of uh, female-based songs that I will sing at the top of my lungs. I am in touch with my feminine side during those moments. It's uh, "Son of a Preacher Man." Uh, you made me feel like a natural woman. And then there was a song I heard while I was in Nashville. I used to go write songs over there, and. Uh, it's uh it was a it was a minor hit. I don't know if you remember Kathy Matea or what your um uh country music knowledge would be, but it's called Your Husband's Cheating on Us. I've heard of that, yeah. And the lover goes to the oh, wife's wow. house, knocks like I don't know if you know about me, but we've got something to discuss. Exactly. Your husband's cheating on us. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's interesting? I I've talked about this with my husband before. I find it interesting, and I I read stuff about, like, if you read about the royals, it's kind of understood that the king will have a mistress. It's also understood, like, if there's a queen, she's probably going to have three or four boyfriends, and, like, her king has to just kind of deal with it, depending on who's in charge. Yeah, I and I think we have that in our own political system. I mean, I think I think so too. I don't know if that's a power thing where you reach a certain power point. You're like, I've decided I can have it all. Yeah, I can do whatever I want. Well, you know, I had heard that in Korean culture, and I could be completely wrong. So if you're listening to this and you know I'm completely wrong, send me an email. Whatever, I don't care. I'm not trying to put out false information. So, but I had news. Fake news. I had heard in Korean cultures like. You know, men and women get married and they're kind of arranged. Mm-hmm. And so 
because that they're okay with that culture. So the, the marriages are arranged for political, um, monetary, and like social reasons. Right. And then the both people in the marriage will have their others. They only have children with their husband and wives. Because, because that's part of the team and you're keeping those families mm-hmm. together and their 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 vision for what right. the pairing was. Okay. Mm-hmm. But it is understood that um, because you're doing this culturally and you have to do it for your family, not only like your immediate family, but like your family that raised you and for those families, um, that you just have your side piece. Like the wife has her side piece, the husband has his side piece, and then they retire together. They're happy and they retire together. Do you take your side pieces into retirement? No. Oh, From okay. what I gather, that's something you get to just basically <laughs> sow your wild oats. I, I think they work off the idea that by the time you get to a certain age and your kids are a certain age, you're ready to kind of calm down a little bit. Ah, uh, okay. So it's just that when it's time for you to calm down, you're calmed down into something solid. <laughs> I think is the way they kind of view it. All right. Well, Which, as long as both people are involved and mm-hmm. and uh, involved are uh, on board, are on board. Yeah, I'm cool with that. That seems fair. And yeah. As long as everybody knows where they stand. Yeah. Yeah. I guess so. I have no idea where we got. How we got. How did we get here? Um. Romy, gosh. I smoke too much weed. I also smoke too much weed. In fact, did you bring weed? <laughs> Well, I brought a vape pen. Is that okay? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. What's your lease say? <laughs> My lease says you shouldn't, but I do it in here too. So. I, I didn't read your lease. So. Yeah, exactly. Well, I was going to, you know, I'm. Um, we're recording this on April nineteenth, which is it is four twenty oh, eve. <laughs> it is four twenty eve. So make sure you set out cookies and milk for Snoop Dogg and Willie Nelson tonight. <laughs> yeah, you want to have some Girl Scout cookies? Ooh, that's tasty. Um, <clears throat> some amnesia haze. Yes, very nice. So yeah, set out your. You know, but everybody's going to hear this, which is interesting, on my anniversary date. So, and that is coming up May sixth. May sixth. Yes. Okay. So, Cinco de Sayo. Cinco de Sayo. Yes. We, uh, we, people accused us of getting married because they thought I got pregnant, because and, and thought we got drunk and got and eloped because we eloped okay. and we eloped on May sixth. So everybody and, thought we got drunk and eloped. And you just got sober and eloped. We yeah we had pl- we planned our elopement three whole <laughs> days in advance. Three. What are you doing Tuesday? Uh, <laughs> Well, uh, nothing really. We're getting married then. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? The the uh, let's see. We went to visit uh, his priest on Wednesday night. Okay. Uh, walked away crying, me crying, him pissed off. Yeah. He said, "Let's get married," and I said, "Okay." And he said, "Do you know anybody that would do it?" And I was like, "My childhood preacher when I was a kid." So we actually like pulled over because this is 1995. We pulled over driving from Rome, Georgia, to Atlanta, Georgia. I got on a on a uh, on a like an old fashioned phone like on the side of the road, and I called <laughs> my pre. I looked it up in a phone book. Yes. And I called my preacher. Did you call collect or did you have? No, the coin? I had a quarter. I All had right. a quarter, and it was a quarter. <laughs> local call. It was a local call. I had a quarter. I called him, and he said, "Absolutely, you want to do it Saturday morning?" We said, "Sure." So we drove to Atlanta. That was Wednesday. Thursday, we got up, went and had our blood drawn. Friday, picked up our marriage license, and Saturday, showed up at the preacher's house, and he forgot we were coming. so it was a casual affair it was a casual affair he opened the door to me my husband my mom my best friend and her dad at like eight in the morning in their pajamas 
Nice. Yes. And he was a good old fashioned Southern pre- Presbyterian, um, uh, uh, yeah, Presbyterian, or no, Methodist preacher. And he was like, oh, come on in. And his wife's like, I'll make some coffee while he's putting on his suit. It just went, yeah. I was going to ask, did she make you a wedding cake while he was getting a suit together? A good and- Southern woman would have had one in the freezer. She would have just been defrosting it. But, right. But she didn't. So right. I know. Crazy. A preacher's wife, too. You know what? We have to, you know, I know they do like alumni associations in different towns. And if you're all from the same college, you meet at a bar and you drink and you watch the game or whatever we really need to start a southern society maybe call it the totally not racist we just miss sweet tea society or something because <laughs> if you just put southern society meeting it may, yeah. it may sound uh exclusive uh but uh that's not the point it's just like oh yeah you we, should have a cake in your freezer yeah you should have a cake <laughs> in your freezer iced tea in your fridge keith cameron came to our house the other day and he goes so what's the odds you've got tea in your fridge? And I'm like, 100%. How about 200%? Because I got two gallons of tea in the fridge, always. Yeah. And now it's the first sunny day Portland scene in six months, so you make sun tea. Yeah. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. I have to be home for that, though, because I like to keep my eye on it. I don't trust neighborhood kids. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So, um I met you, so just so, so people get an idea, because, I mean, the people who listen to this and know me know that I've been doing podcasting for a long time. Yeah, we met at the Hot Box. At the Hot Box. Um, I'm sure people are tired of hearing that. Uh, well, it's, <laughs> it's you know, you can get tired of hearing it if you want to, uh, but you'll never experience it. I know. It's gone. It's like Woodstock. It's so sad. There are two kinds of people now. People who played the Hot Box and, and people, people who have lied about being there. Yep. And you know what? I did not go to the last Cookie Chill Out, and I I really regret that. I also did not make that because uh, as my comedy career has not, um, uh, well, become a thing, uh, I guess I could say it's not reached where I need it to be. Uh, I'm You're not also, playing stadium gym? Uh, not yet. I mean, I, I'm, I, I'm close. I'm a Lyft driver. I drop people off at Moda Center. <laughs> and I go. think, you know, you get a chance to see that crowd. And you're like, one day they'll be here for me. That's right. Somebody else will be dropping them off to see you. Funny thing about Lyft is uh, the questionnaire is not very uh, in-depth. Apparently, they do a background check, or at least they ask if you'll submit to one. And then right. you say, yeah. And they're like, ah, he's probably clean. He wouldn't submit right, to one. Right, He wouldn't submit They're to saving the money. Yeah. Um, it's a tough time out there, but, um, uh, they ask you what year your car is. Um, do you have insurance? Mm-hmm. Have you had a DUI? This sort of thing. But what they don't ask you is, do you like driving? You know, that is an important question. I would think that would be the first question. Not even on the survey. Not even since I started driving. You know, I used to drive for uh, Lyft and Uber. And actually, I was considering going back to it until this job dropped in my lap. I have a I have a job that I'm interviewing for on Saturday um, nice. to do, uh, get this, to do customer service for a competitor to Lyft and uh, Uber. Yeah. And it's based out of New York. And it's, it's, uh, and it's, like, it's just the daytime customer service. Is this Wings? No, Juno. Juno. I don't know that one. I've seen a thing when I drive people to the airport that says wings. I'm like, I don't even know what that is, don't but it's another thing. Yeah, no, it's uh, Juno. They're only based in New York right now, and they're trying to compete. Their their idea is like happy drivers mean happy customers, so they have like profit sharing and crazy weird oh, shit like that. Well, if they'd like a fine Lyft driver, yeah, have them give me a call. I'm not I'm not uh, you know guaranteed to 
to be loyal to Lyft. They they didn't even ask me if I like driving. Right, right, and they, <laughs> they don't care about you. No, the guy I watched a a, a a YouTube video about the guy who runs Juno, and he's uh-huh. like, I want happy drivers because I feel like happy drivers mean happy customers. And he goes, I don't mind t- t- scooping the best Uber and Lyft drivers right off the top. So the way they so instead of hiring people and having to see if they're good or not yeah they go after the top uber and lyft drivers with they're a four headhunters po- they're headhunters yes they go for you so you got to have a 4.7 or better they're disrupting the disruptors I yes like that. that is That's nice dope. yeah mm-hmm. uh, i've been interviewing for jobs too um uh uh in addition to the lyft uh uh, thing I I've worked in cannabis the last uh, year. That's actually why I came to Portland. Oh, I was going to uh, tell you, I'm holding this. This is a high CBD, ten to one. And and what's your brand there? What? This is Fairwinds. I have Fair to go winds. all the way to Washington to get it. I, oh, I cross. You're an while. interstate drug trafficker. I am. Oh my god. And user. Oh, I have man. gone across the state line while pulling on one of these. <laughs> I probably shouldn't admit that line. <laughs> Hey, I don't know that that's even true. You could just be making things up to impress me. You know, I that's am. what drug users do. They're like, they, they, yeah, we lie. I got so high, so I'm not. <laughs> Dude, it was amazing. I was higher than giraffe pussy. I love that one. That's my favorite. <laughs> that's a good one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and another thing about that lift, they don't ask you mm-hmm. on a scale from zero to telling a nun to go fuck herself. <laughs> where is your road rage? Me personally, yeah, you know they should ask that because mine is like a ten. Mine's telling her not to go fuck herself. Yeah, and she doesn't even have to be driving; she could be a, 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 just on the bus. The- and I'm like, hey, so your in other bus driver's an asshole. So in other words, you pull up to a bus, you roll down your window, you get the nun to roll down her window. I have pulled up to a bus, cut it off boarded the bus and flipped off everybody individually that's where my road rage is wow yeah that's pretty tough but i'm a 4.9 lift driver because having a stranger in the car somehow like makes I, you behave yeah i've got my angel on the shoulder who mm-hmm. normally agrees with my devil like right the devil will go like you should stay out drinking all night my angel's going like yeah we got nothing tomorrow let's do that <laughs> Sure. But, uh, yeah, at this point, when I've got strangers in the car, I'm like, oh, don't do it, don't do it. And, <laughs> don't and, cuss and, at the nuns. And so, yeah, it's like, hey, um, if you drove, did they have what they called the heat maps? Yes. Okay, so that if for the non-driver um, uh, people out there, uh, they have heat maps, and that's where they need a driver, like, really fast. Uh, that's where the demand is. So you're supposed to drive to that area, and you can technically make more money or whatever. And I found it hard to believe with as many Lyft signals and uh, uh, Uber stickers I see on cars that there is not a. I thought everybody was a Lyft driver here. Yeah, before much. I started doing, I'm like, God, they're everywhere. I don't understand how anybody can make money. But after doing it for a couple of weeks, I realized uh, people probably just die off in the middle of the day. Sometimes probably in the middle of a lift uh, due to deep vein thrombosis because if you. <laughs> If you sit in your car, I you had me so <laughs> solid. I was just like, yeah, totally, man, yeah, yeah. yeah and a deep vein, pro- and I'm like, right. So dying. when I see the heat maps lighting up, I'm like, man, we just lost like ten more drivers. They all just died in their cars, just veered off into. Yeah, <laughs> I just hope they were alone, man. Uh, uh, there, there's there's Lyft customers in the back of the car yeah. going, help, help, and they're like. And, on the window. And here's the thing. This is where we are in society. Uh, you know, they're because they're on their phone. That's what I notice. Everybody gets in your car. I, I realize what a shitty Lyft and Uber pr- passenger I've been in my life. And I apologize to every Lyft and Uber <laughs> driver. Because what I do is I hop in the front seat and I start talking. <laughs> 
And you're like, please shut up. And they're all like, oh, God, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. And then uh, I've no- when I pull up, I'm like, I pull up where the front door and they always get the back. I've had very few like, hey, I had a guy. He was a trucker from Idaho. I picked up in the port. And that sounds like I'm a prostitute, but that's not... <laughs> You are kind of cute. Uh, well, well, you know, I got a pretty mouth. Nice. Um, but uh, and and I pulled up to uh, take him to that biscuit joint here in town. Um, but uh, he he uh, he had a, a, a he. I pull up to the the side and um, he's like, "Do I get in the front or the back?" I'm like, "Brother, it's your ride. Wherever you're comfortable, sir." And he gets in and he's a he's a hefty looking dude. But as he gets in, I notice. He's like holding his chest like this, and he's got a dachshund inside his jean jacket. A dachshund? Like yeah, a wiener a dog? a wiener dog. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we rolled, and he talked and talked and talked, and I'm like, this is where every Uber driver I've ever sat with has felt, minus the dog. <laughs> um, so apparently, uh, yeah, people just get in the back, and they chill out, so they're on their phone. So you know if there was a deep vein thrombosis accident, and now we're going to catch back up after right. this editing. Uh, we're coming editing. back around. Rather than be panicking or anything, they're on their phone already. They would just start reviewing the driver. Can't believe he flipped over the road. It's crazy. We must be rolling three, no, four times. This uh, guy died. How dare he did not get me to my destination? Hey, Lyft, how about negative hashtag negative stars? <laughs> You're absolutely That's where we up. are in society. Yeah. It's that picture. I think there's a meme going around that shows uh, the Titanic going down and everybody doing this, you know, <laughs> making selfies and stuff. <laughs> like, that's where we are. <laughs> yeah. We are so attached to the device. And that's the sad thing. Um, I used to get really excited that uh, uh, technology and human would merge. The singularity, I'm like, that would be great because mm-hmm. I, I have a lot of memories I want to keep, but I smoke a lot of weed. So <laughs> if I could do like a search fourth birthday party. Right. That'd be great. Um, as it turns out... Have you seen the Black Mirror about that? I haven't. Okay, go ahead and I'll, I'll write it down okay. and I'll come back to it. But the merger between technology and human is all handheld and either people are looking at porn or complaining. Those are their... T- or or searching for answers because somebody's like challenged them in an argument. Right, yeah, because nobody wants to be wrong. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll Google it. Well, I snopes your Google. You know what? Fuck off, everybody. Just yeah. just chill. We have ice water. I heard a rumor that Elon Musk wants to buy Facebook just to shut it down. I sent him a tweet today. I'm like, please, please do it. I saw that, but I thought it was a, a belated uh, uh, April Fool's thing. I would hope that. Oh. He, he's a hero. Anybody oh, yeah. who puts a car in space. Yeah. Yeah. Because why, he can. Why were we putting chimps in space? We should have been launching like 1972 Chevelles into space. <laughs> Someday, because like five years from now, Chevelle just lands on Mars. Yeah, well, I mean, and if there is life out there, if they see the Chevelle, they're not coming after us. <laughs> they're going to be like, these people are way not advanced enough. No, like, how did they get God. it out in space? I don't, I don't, that had to be an accident. <laughs> <laughs> Something blew up on their planet and shot that into the atmosphere. Must have been. It had to be a nuclear reactor, a <laughs> uh, f- f- uh, natural fission process that made that happen. There's no way, just on physics alone, you can get a 1972 Chevelle into space. Mm. I mean, you might be able to jump some buses. Yeah. But not going to space. I don't know if you could jump a bus. You know, my very first car was a uh, Chevrolet Chevette. Ooh. My very first car wreck was a Chevrolet Chevette. Little red Chevette. <laughs> it was baby blue, but yeah. Right on. Yeah, it was nice. Oh, so Black Mirror. Yes. Uh, have you seen that show? I have not. Okay, Black Mirror is pretty awesome. It's kind of like, um, 
what was the one what was the show that went on in the 50s um twilight zone twilight zone yes, yes. black mirror is very similar okay. to twilight zone except it it focuses on technology and how we're kind of ruining things with it Mm. And there is one where everybody has this thing that's hooked up. I think it's over their ear or in the very back of their neck. I can't remember. And it um, it does this thing where they can reach up and they'll touch it and it'll go blah, 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 and then they can project it up on a screen and oh. they show their fourth birthday. They show. Yes. The, oh, it showed couples having sex. You know. Yeah. And what they were doing is they were basically laying kind of like. Uh, they were in the spoon position. He was in the back. She was in the front. Spoon position. Okay. They were fucking, and they both had their hands on their little thing, and they were not even paying attention to each other. They were reviewing previous sex they had had with each other while they fucked. Oh, okay. I thought, they were watching it like porn. I thought they were watching previous sex with somebody else. No, in this particular instance, I would have done it with somebody else because of the way the the the, the storyline was set up. But it, they literally were they were showing themselves having sex with each other. But it was like a like when the sex was new. humans waste technology. Stop it! I just, know, right? Just stop it! God damn it! Right? I mean, if you can save memories great but why would you save like i don't know why would you leave the moment of a, where you could make another memory yeah i mean exactly. i know that sounds to like live... a sappy country songwriter and i yeah. could probably work that out but that's probably yeah <laughs> oh you know what that's that's your next project you're the uh, space age country songwriter Ooh. Right. And you write about like things like dealing with Cthulhu's and like spaceships and like you know your spaceship landed in my cornfield <laughs> You had three big titties and a big old booty. <laughs> and they were green. Your spaceship landed in my cornfield. I ran out of the house just to see you. You had three big titties and only one eye. And both of them were green. Ain't about believing flying saucers and all that space age stuff. But I gotta tell you, I've had a little to drink and we could make crop circles of love. Come on, crop circles of love. I love this. Crop circles of love. Yeah, the infinite universe just ain't enough. I gotta have crop circles. Crop circles of love. I kind of like crop circles of love. I like that a lot. All right. Well, cool. Maybe it'll be a hit. Maybe we should start. I can write really weird fucking songs for you, and then you can just yeah. All I need. I'll make you. I'll make you. I'll make you famous. Just don't do anything with purple, so we can't write about your hair at present. Wow, what's wrong with purple? Not a lot of rhymes with it. This is nothing rhymes with other orange. than other than Roger Miller's uh, uh, maple maple circle. Circle. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. There is nothing that rhymes with purple or orange, right? Right. Have you ever read the comic rhymes with orange? No. It's great. It's it's a, it's a non sequitur content cartoon, so everyone's different. It means absolutely. They're just the guy who writes it is a bizarre human being. So I like. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Cool. So yeah, you know what? I got a feeling. I after... got a list of things that I need to get from you as far as like things to check out. I got Black Mirror. Uh huh. I got now uh, the the comic. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, uh, rhymes with uh, orange. Rhymes with orange. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'll make you a note because I keep notes as I go along because I have to make the little 
thing. So I have a feeling, though, I have some fam- I have a lot of family and friends back in the South who listen yeah. to this, and I think they're going to hear this, and they're going to be like, you need to bring Romy back. So oh. Well, I'm down. I have guitar. We'll travel. Exactly. That's what you said. And I said that you could sing anything you wanted to. So. You did. Yeah. So. Um, I'm debuting a song tonight uh, with my band, Moon Cabbage. Uh, we're playing over at Slim's in St. John's. Play there every third Thursday since this will be airing later date. So you won't be able to get the 420 Eve show. Right. Uh, but I got a song called St. John Sober I wrote. Um, St. John's, uh, if you're not in the Portland area, it kind of reminds me of Key West. It's Portland, but... It's kind of its own thing. Yeah. And it was its own town for a really long time. I've heard that, yeah. So, uh, may I play that real quick? Yeah, go I, for I don't, it. I don't, I don't want to monopolize the show. Or no, no. No, I'm to here to interview this. you. Okay. Um, real quick question before you get started. So, your band name is Moon Cabbage? Moon Cabbage. That's yeah. cool. I like that. Uh, we are an experimental folk duo. Okay. And that's why there's at least three of us. Here we go. This is called St. John's Sober. Birdies are up and singing their songs, the dew still on the grass. Me, I'm in slams again, filling up my glass. A bacon biscuit and a Bloody Mary, that's how I'll start my day. And I'll probably have me a couple of beers before I get on my way. And when breakfast is over, I'm St. John sober. I'm St. John sober. It ain't exactly drunk. It ain't exactly high. But why on earth would you walk through life when you know that you can't fly? Fly right over St. John sober. Along around 10:15, you'll find me puffing on a J. And I don't turn down a mushroom when a fun guy come my way. And I ain't one for popping pills, but if you got a Xanabar, I'll trade you a couple of painkillers I got in the glove box of my car. But remember, you don't know me if you're pulled over. St. John Sober. It ain't exactly drunk, and it ain't exactly high. But why on earth would you walk through life when you know that you can fly? Fly right over St. John Sober. St. John Sober. I'm St. John Sober. I like that. Very nice. <laughs> Thank you kindly. I like it. I was sitting over here writing notes for you. So. Oh, good. I, n- I need a full report of what I yes. need to search and, and read about now. Oh, yeah, definitely. It, isn't that the, the way it is, though? Every time you hang out with somebody, it's, it's always like, oh, have you heard about this? Uh, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I can't keep up with all the things. Yeah. And that's the other part of about technology. It's like, oh, man, I all I wanted to do was get directions to come here. And then I ended up in a deep dive on Google on the wolves of Minnesota. <laughs> I don't even know you- how it happened. <laughs> And uh, wow! I was like, oh, on uh, on Lovejoy. Okay, well, that's in the Simpsons. Remember that time when the wolves were? Oh, oh wolves! I, I was in traffic. It's not like I was going anywhere. Well, yeah. <laughs> but now I understand. I mean, there's far more interesting things to check out than just you know. Like I said, it it does. It, there's too much to to keep up with. So, alrighty. Well, so is there anything else you want to? 
talk about or sing. I'm I'm definitely having you back if you're if you're okay. down for it. Yeah, I am totally down for it. Are we uh, closing in on time here? I need to wrap yeah, things I up. Was, okay, I was cool. going to wrap it up. It's 15 after six. I was going to go till about 10 after six. So we're doing okay. good. If well, that's okay, I try to keep my podcast between 45 minutes and an hour. So okay. Yeah, yeah, that's that's fine and dandy. I, I, I just got – time got away with me. I would love to come back and tell another story. Anything I get into now would just get too deep and uh, okay. would probably uh, extend your time further than you expected on that. Because we okay. talked about how I got out here. Um, uh, it's not you. It's the accountant. All sorts of things. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Because we were – Damon was telling me – we were talking about that when we left because you had yeah. spoken to my husband. And we were like, wow, that's really – yeah, we definitely need to get into how you came out here. Because I followed Damon's job. It's pretty much – Well, radio ended for me, and I came out here to work in the weed business. There you go. Where, what radio station were you working at? Uh, the last one was called WFLB. It was a Bob FM. Okay. Uh, if you don't have Bob FM in your town, we have uh, Charlie here. Mm-hmm. It's one of those we play everything things that's awful. Oh, okay. And then before that, I did like five years of country radio, and then I did uh, I did every format essentially: classic wow. rock, top forty, over the twenty some years. Oh, cool. Yeah. I wanted to get into uh, radio. I was very interested, but I was kind of late going into it. And of course, the business was dying. I worked for WWBA in Tampa. Okay. Um, do you remember Terry Shavo? Does that ring a bell with you? I was wondering why we didn't try to keep Barbara Bush alive. I know, right? If we kept... If when she said, I just want to go to comfort care, and I'm like, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Aren't, aren't this the same assholes that shoved a tube down Terry Shivo's throat under her- congressional mm-hmm. order? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And she I'm glad wasn't, you brought that up. And she wasn't an ex-president's... That's all right. She wasn't an ex-president's wife. So no, no. she's obviously, you know, we should definitely keep Barbara Bush alive. Her yeah. brain was still working. Exactly. No, I agree. Well, when I was working at WWBA, we had Sean Hannity come down. And when they, when the judge finally. Michael Cohn's client number oh, three. Yeah, yeah, Michael Cohn's <laughs> I know. I'm just loving this. Um, yeah, Sean Hannity came to, um, came to Tampa and he were, he was at our little piece of shit WWBA AM radio out on the at water, it. you know. It was not what he was used to and he was not happy but he ha- i was just gonna say he had to come down and do the two the two weeks of uh shava watch while she starved to death oh, oh yeah oh, just so oh yeah he totally profited off that oh, totally and an i mean asshole. yeah well, speaking of talk news assholes and pissing them off we mm-hmm. had uh one of the stations i worked for was uh q98 uh we were the uh today's best music Mm-hmm. Um, which was all when I when I talk about radio on stage, I say I used to work in radio, which means I get paid to lie. Uh-huh. I'd say things like today's best music, right? It's not, not today's it's not. best music. Uh, uh, if you have a job, you have a credit. You <laughs> yeah. may not have credit, credit if you have a job. <laughs> and then uh, what was that other one? Oh, uh, you're a winner. No, uh, you're not no, the DJ. I mean, I got some tickets for his. Shania for it, but that's about it. You're, yeah. Um, but uh, the AM station carried the the Rush Limbaugh show, and this oh. was back in the '90s when he had just started like blowing up. Uh-huh. And um, he came in to do what he called his Rush to Excellence tours. Yeah. And he would do these arena dates and theaters and stuff. And uh, so he came in, but he had a writer in his contract that said uh, ground transportation from the airport to hotels to venue to radio station uh, must be an American, uh, a large white American car. Good Lord. And so he was expecting a limousine and we picked him up in the uh, station manager station wagon. (laughs) 
Was it a large white American car? It was a large white American Chevrolet <laughs> station wagon. Didn't even have the panel on the side. It was all white. There you go, asshole. The way Rush you need, likes it. If you need everything Parker. to be white, here you go, asshole. Yeah, such a douche. Yeah. yeah, I used to listen to, oh man, I'd go in in the morning. See, it was really funny because the guy who run the show in the mornings was a local. His name was Mark Larson. He's like a local um, yeah. libertarian. Super cool dude. He was really cool to work for. Um, I actually got a lot of my libertarian views from him, believe that or not, because I was still like, you know, I was still pretty young at the time. I was in my 20s and I picked up a lot of stuff from him. But yeah, I used to listen to Savage, Hannity. Oh, oh yeah, it was horrible. It was horrible. Well, Michael would, Savage. Oh, I would listen to it as recon because I had so many conservative people. So I'd know what their argument was going to be when I saw them later. Mm-hmm. And I used That's to do, always good. Yeah. And I used to drive around uh, when I was early days like that Rush Limbaugh stuff. I was the pizza delivery guy for the promotions department when we would give away office prizes and stuff like that. So um, I'd drive around listening to Limbaugh and then go like, uh, environment, the environment is fine. The earth will fix itself. Uh, uh, uh. <sighs> It wasn't called the Barn Owl until we built barns, for gosh sakes. <sighs> You're right. Let's just set everything on fire. You. I don't think fuck. it's really called a Barn Owl. I think it has a different name. It's just that it the average just called Joe an owl calls before barn we built owl. barns. Yeah, right. That owl was around a long, t- lot longer than barns. Exactly. So, all right. Well, listen, I didn't, at the top of this, I didn't do my housekeeping, so I'm going to do it. You're listening to You Gonna Meow uh, Podcast Network. You're listening to the Bless Your Heart Podcast. And uh, Romy... <laughs> has mean cats over there by him and um <laughs> you can find us at you gonna meow.com you can hear our shows on itunes stitcher and google play we're looking to get on spotify hopefully Sweet. um we have two other shows on the network uh we have the boo ha well actually we have three other shows we have the boo ha ha with emily faye coleman um she brings on comedians and they tell ghost stories and they riff mm. about them it's really good it's yeah. really good uh, it comes out once a month uh twice a month we have vhs vengeance with nick and uh dave i've seen that advertising but haven't uh, what's, seen that yet. What, what's interesting is is they do a podcast with us. And they, they do, do a live show. And huh? they do live okay. shows as well, which is completely different. We never broadcast their live shows. So, oh, okay. So if you want, if you like Nick and Dave and you're in the Portland area, you need to go to their live shows. because they. And if you go to their live shows and you love them, you need to start listening to their <laughs> show because they're good on both sides. So right it's on. really great. Um, and then, of course, me and Damon have Marriage Survival Boot Camp. We've been married 23 years as of today. This this show's coming Happy out on our 23rd anniversary. Yeah. So. Been married half my life. I'm 46. Hot damn. Hot damn. I know. Good for you. Good on you. Yeah, I know. Right? Congratulations to you. Thank though. you. Thank you. All right. So you've been listening to uh, Bless Your Heart with Romy Wood, and you can find him on Facebook. And his band's uh, is uh, Moon, Moon Cabbage. Cabbage. I love that Moon so, Cabbage. Uh, that's at Moon Cabbage on Facebook, and then uh, Experimental Folk Duo on Instagram. And just find me at PDX Romy on Instagram. I, I'm desperate for followers okay definitely desperate for followers is probably not the way to ask people if you enjoy food and beer and out of focus nature shots and pdx romy okay and songs about alien women with three titties crop circles of love i'm glad that was recorded you've been listening to bless your heart on you gonna meow podcast network 